I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back. Final segment of Inside Sources today. It is great to be with you. If you missed any portion of the program today, you definitely need to go to kslpodcast.com and check out the uh, podcast today. Uh, We spent the first hour in uh, an exclusive and unique conversation uh, with the Archbishop of the Greek Orthodox Church of America and uh, his eminence uh, was just so gracious with his time and had so, it was a wide-ranging interview, and uh, he had so many things to say about everything from uh, our our faith to how we treat each other, to our politics, to our community, to the environment. Uh, it was just a, a wide-ranging and sweeping conversation. As I, I mentioned, I had holy envy for a, a, a lot of things uh, as we went through the conversation, but I especially appreciated uh, the Archbishop's approach uh, to people. Uh, he has this amazing ability to be very centered, and uh, as we wrapped up our interview, uh, he wanted to know about uh, where I went to church and uh, the people that I worked with and how did we do things, and he was just fascinated by all of it, and it was just a great uh, learning experience for me. It was a great uh, interview and great insight uh, from his eminence, and I really appreciate him and all those who made that possible uh, with our friends at the Greek, Greek Orthodox Church. Uh, also had great conversation with Tim Shriver today, uh, talking about uh, the, this uh, 31st anniversary of the ADA, the American with Disabilities Act, which was a bipartisan model and uh, just interesting, a full circle. Uh, you think of uh, George H.W. Bush was the president who signed that into law. Our current president, Joe Biden, uh, was part of that uh, bipartisan sponsorship of that bill uh, as they came together. And uh, I loved I just loved one of the things that Tim Shriver talked about, and that's this idea of curiosity. And he talked about, you know, his curiosity of if you haven't been to a Special Olympics Games, which, uh, of course, he is the has been the director of that for so many years and has been so involved. uh, You learn new things. You get curious about uh, the ability of people with disabilities and uh, we have so much to learn from each other in those perspectives. So just love that conversation. Again, if you missed any of those segments today, uh, go check out the podcast, kslpodcast.com. Uh, a lot of things to listen to. And then the bigger challenge is to go talk to somebody about it. Get out of your bubble. Uh, go share uh, with some people and have some conversations today that might be a little different, might get you to think again uh, about a few things. So as we round out the day today, of course, uh, the weekend began with the kickoff of the Tokyo Olympics. Uh, this brings together two of my favorite things, uh, my my great love for the nation and the people of Japan uh, and the Olympic Games, the Olympic movement. 
And there's been so many great lessons already uh, just in these uh, short first few days of, of competition and the opening ceremonies I thought were inspiring and uh, brought back a lot of memories for me. And so I want to go to something that uh, is both Olympic in nature and uh, is uh, Japanese in nature, something I learned uh, well over 30 years ago, uh, living in uh, Kobe, Japan at the time as a young missionary. And we, you know, we live in this in this society where uh, bigger is decidedly better. That just is the way everything is. If some is good, more is better is sort of the philosophy of society today. And yet, in in the everyday world, uh, it actually the, it's the really small things that makes the biggest difference. And uh, it's to me, it's this idea of the significance of the insignificant. So, if you look at the Olympic Games, uh, just in the last twenty four hours, you have had swimming races where the difference between being the gold medal champion and placing fourth and not even getting a medal is a hundredth of a second, a hundredth of a second between those four places. And just think of the difference that that makes overall. And so back in 1985, when I was in Japan, uh, I I had one of those transformational moments uh, with a, a very nice man. Uh, his name was Mr. Yamaguchi. He was 94 years old. Uh, he invited uh, my companion and I into his home, and we had just a very pleasant conversation. We solved all the world's problems. It was one of those. It was one of those kind of conversations where you just kind of dive in deep and uh, talk about a lot of different issues. But as we finished our conversation, as we were getting ready to to leave, Mister Yamaguchi stopped us, and uh, he said, "You know, all these all these principles that we've talked about they're they're good. They're powerful. They'll make a difference for individuals and families and communities." He said, but there's one more lesson that you've you've got to understand. And he said, I, w- I want you to remember this and never forget it. Uh, and then, of course, he said it in, in Japanese. And uh, it goes something to the effect of, Zo toyu no wa kamude wa nai kero, mushi toyu no wa kamude aro. Uh, and uh, he closed the door behind us. And, of course, I was rapidly trying to translate that back and forth between English and Japanese, trying to figure out what in the world had he just dropped on my head. And the principle is really simple. What Mr. Yamaguchi had said was, elephants don't bite, but fleas do. Elephants don't bite, but fleas do. And it is a true principle. I have lived that principle and applied that principle for over three decades now since uh, he first shared that with me back in 1985. It uh, may seem like a, a small, trivial little Japanese proverb, uh, but it became really significant for me. And, and as I mentioned, the, the Olympics are just such a classic example of elephants and fleas. Uh, again, the, the big things in life tend to take care of themselves, but often it's what we do with the little things that either holds us back or propels us forward to accomplish a goal, a dream, a, an objective. Uh, the Olympics is the classic of that fraction of a point, hundredth of a second, width of a bike tire uh, makes the difference between being the gold medal champion and just someone who participated. And I think the same thing is true in our personal lives, in our professional lives, in our community lives. It's the little things that matter. It's the it's the little personal touch, the handwritten note. It's the little extra effort 
uh, on that school assignment uh, that your kids are working on or that uh, uh, that business proposal that you're putting together. It's the small courtesies and kindness that we can show to one another. It's the little details uh, that we can polish off in, in things that we're working on uh, that can create just enormous results. And so the, the small and simple, the little fleas in life, uh, they do make a difference in the pursuit of excellence. And, and yet such actions are, are even more important if we want to just go past the, the regular worldly success things and get on to things that are, are actually significant. And again, so many small little examples of, of what that means. And uh, I, I think as, as we explore and look uh, at the conversations we've been having today, uh, how many small and seemingly insignificant things uh, have impacted your world just today? Just today, just stop for a second. Uh, recognize that the big things in your life probably took care of themselves today. Work, kids, food, roof over your head, car, transportation. Uh, a lot of those things take took care of themselves today. Uh, they didn't for everybody, though. Uh, there are some people out there who could use uh, one of those small little bits of, of grace or service or kindness or charity. And it, it's learning that Olympic uh, philosophy of watching those little things and and just seeing what a what a small and seemingly insignificant little bit of extra effort uh, again if you go back to the uh the olympic swimming pool we're going to see more of that uh in the coming days and of course you can hear all of that uh here on KSL news radio our partners at KSL TV we've got uh, the team over there in Tokyo uh, but there are so many little things that are going to make the difference For some athletes, fractions of points, hundreds of seconds will be the difference. So whatever you're working on today, remember the Japanese say kotowaza. Elephants don't bite, but fleas do. Take care of the little things today. Take care of each other today. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for listening to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.